Welcome to Take Another Look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo with a genuine conversation about what's missing from the human connection. Let's join Melanie and Gerda now. Good day and welcome to another episode of Take Another Look podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Tadio Malo, and I'm joined by my incredible co-host. Ta-da! Gerda Felix! <laughs> Welcome everyone to the podcast where we see you fully just as you are. We like to dive deep into conversations that can be uncomfortable, but really just to hear different perspectives. Gerda, how are you? I am fantastic. How are you, Melanie? I'm doing well, thanks so much. I love this fantastic. It sounds like you had a great, great week. I have indeed. I have indeed. I feel like things things are looking up. My energy is coming back. <laughs> and and uh, it, I feel great. Thank you for and, asking. Oh, this is great. So, Karen, I have a topic this week I really want to dive into because I've really been observing something. And I think we all feel and go through this at some point. About reactions, our reactions to different situations. It could be to something we hear, something we've read, something somebody said. And I've really been feeling a lot. Now, I want to kind of explore this a bit with us to discover why we feel the way we feel. I'll give you an example. So if I get an alert to my phone about the war in the Ukraine, you know, I think, oh my goodness, this is sad, you know, the state of our world, but it doesn't hit here. Does that make sense? Because it's not involving me. Not that I don't have empathy and my thoughts and prayers are with them, but it's not affecting me. But if somebody in my family or inner circle says something, I that maybe upsets me or impacts, upset isn't the right, impacts me. So something that will have an impact on me, good or bad, I notice, I feel it right inside my core. It could be in my heart, my stomach, and definitely in my mind. Have you ever experienced that? Absolutely. And here is the reason. And there's a new term that I learned not too long ago. I heard the, t- the term egoing, which means that we are e- reacting from our ego. What does that mean? That means that the, the role of the ego is to protect us. So whatever our ego feels that can cause us our harm, our ego will come to the forefront to protect us. Meaning, because of my previous experiences, which are stored in the files of my mind, my ego knows exactly what, or thinks it knows exactly what is happening, And because of that, it comes to the forefront. And that's why I get triggered. That's why I may respond in a way 
that has nothing to do with the present situation. Does that make sense? Oh, yes, absolutely. And it's interesting because I notice, and I'm always big on this, because, because I can't see people's facial expressions and because when we communicate or connect by text or messages, you can't hear tone of voice. So it's a very, you're reading the words, they may come across as crass or harsh, or you know I may not see that they're smiling or whatever it might be. Sometimes misunderstandings can come of what we hear. So I get that ego is there to protect us and we have that go-to gut reaction. But I also noticed that we create our own stories in our mind based on what we're reading or hearing because we don't have all the facts. And this has been a domino effect for me in the past week in good situations and bad. So a good thing, you get an exciting email, somebody saying, oh, they wanna connect with you. You start to think, oh my gosh, this is the beginning of something amazing. It could lead to this and that. And you get really, really excited. Almost like you're putting the cart before the horse. And yes. Then, yeah. And then another situation, we catastrophize. And oh my gosh, I can't believe they said that. They, they, that feels so heartbroken. Again, those little stories that we tell. How do we deal with that? We have to be conscious of the files that we have stored because our reaction has nothing to do. Most of the times it doesn't have to do anything with the, with the present. It has to do with the past. And unconsciously, we go back to the past. That's why we can, we can foresee or we can think, oh, this is going to be positive because of the past, or this is going to be negative because of the past. So how do we stop this from effect, affecting us so much? Pause. Pause and observe and feel. And the reason I'm saying this, you know, and I've said that before, I have two invisible wings in my back. <laughs> okay, I said, I've said that many times. Which means for me, my body, when I'm having a reaction, especially from something that is negative, I could feel that my wings are about to deploy. But because I know that, what I do, I go, hmm. And now I pause and I ask myself, where is this coming from? And why am I, am I having this, this relate, like not, why am I having this happening to me right now? And that makes me stop and pause and not jump at some point. And, you know, it's interesting because I never usually respond to emails or text messages right immediately. I usually, especially if they have triggered me, I usually sit, I ponder it. I, I think about, okay, I can't hear a tone of voice. What are they actually saying? What are they asking of me? That sort of thing. And I really am deliberate with that. But I've just noticed this past week, um, and again, I, there's been just little things, even in the news, that are like catching me off guard that are coming to my forefront. So I guess I have to do some self-reflection this week. And... Well, the question also could be, are you... Are you giving from your saucer or are you giving from your cup? Meaning 
sometimes when our energy is down, even if we don't realize that's what's happening, because our energy is down, we can let ourselves be not welcome, but taken into something that we don't even have any, <laughs> we didn't even have any, we didn't want to go there, but still we went, we went there because perhaps our energy is a little bit down. So those are the things to think about because when we are fully, our energy is up and we are taking from the saucer, those things don't happen easily. But when our energy is down, well, that's a different situation. And that makes a lot of sense. And because then you're fully up with your energy, you're present, that make you're more on your aware of what you're feeling and thinking. Definitely. Now, okay, you know I'm gonna have to flip it to the flip side because I talked about how it impacted me. Now, mm -hmm. what if somebody else is triggered or reacts? poorly to something you've said or done. Have you ever had that situation? Yes, absolutely. And again, it goes to the same thing. It goes to the same thing, meaning if I am, if my energy is up, that will not even have an effect on me. Mm -hmm. But if I am tired, if I haven't meditated, prayed, <laughs> that's why I always say to people, you know, I pray because I pray because it helps me deal with other people. <laughs> okay, so because of that, if I haven't done any of that, I know that my energy is not very high. Yes, I can get triggered by someone. And it happened so too long ago, actually, maybe two or three weeks ago, or maybe a, a month ago. So it happened because, first of all, I wasn't expecting what happened. And because I was go, 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 go. My energy was down. So when the person said what she said, right away, I had a reply for her. But if, if I wasn't in that state of mind, if I was fully complete and full, I would have probably said thank you to her. Thank you for your input. Thank you for your comment and just be done because Seriously, we don't have to answer to everybody who talks to us. We don't have to answer to every comment, to every criticism, because the, most people wouldn't even know where you're coming from. What are you saying? They, they, only are, they only are reacting from their own perspective. Mm, that's true. Very, very true. And, you know, it's interesting because as children... We're free to react what we feel, and that's it. I mean, it doesn't matter. You're, you, you, it's by that freedom. But as you're, can grow, you're growing up, you're, you're taught, okay, you should keep it in check, you know, just you know, keep your thoughts to yourself, your emotions to yourself. Not that that's necessarily a good thing, but there's that balancing act that we're kind of, it's embedded in us to keep things in perspective. But yet, when we're triggered, that kick comes in over <laughs> again. Well... <laughs> Here's the other thing. According to my studies, okay, 90% of people are, 90% of adults are children in their adult bodies. So are we really adults or are we simply children who's grown, who've grown up physically? 
So can you share some samples with us, Gary, because you always have such good uh, illustrations of things, different reactions to different scenarios. So a good reaction, how does that manifest for you and a bad reaction? A good reaction, if we're putting it into good and bad, uh, you know, if we're putting it into good and bad, for me, a good reaction is when the person is really not bothered, <laughs> when the person can just accept things for what it is. So this person is doing this, saying that, accept it for what it is, and okay, it doesn't affect me. And because of that, I'm, I don't react in a way that's going to cause more harm that's going to make this person feel small, that's going to make, you know, break this person's spirit. I can say what I need to say and say it in a way that is honoring for me and is also honoring for the other person. For me, that's a good reaction. Bad reaction is like you said something that triggered me and now I'm going to crush your spirit. And we are both crushed <laughs> in the end. Okay, so <laughs> that's that's a bad reaction. That, that very good illustrations. Thank you. So I told you good at that. All <laughs> right. So then my third question is this. So let's just say we're having a dialogue with a group of people and it's ongoing conversation. Perhaps it could be a group of friends, a group of coworkers, and you're noticing that one person is being impacted severely by another's continuous way of communicating. And they're not speaking up. It's not our problem, right? But we're noticing this impact. And then over time, that person that's being impacted, it's now affecting the group. Do we intervene or do we let it go? Well, again, it depends on your relationship with it, the people who are there, because that has happened to me. I've I've been I've been the witness. I've been the witness to such experiences. Okay, so and some ways I say something. For example, let's say in a situation where uh, we are in a group and there's one person who's always cutting people from speaking. The person starts speaking and then suddenly you see this person cutting, butting in. And at one point I have said, I would be interesting, I would be interested to see, to have her, let her finish because I would like to see what, I would like to hear what she has to say. So, but it, that could be one situation because, you know, again, you, you have to be courageous. <laughs> you have to know because it takes courage. It takes courage. You have to know your environment. Okay. You have to know the people that are there with you. That's two. And knowing the, the people who are, you know, the one cutting and the one being cut, you know how to approach them. And in some instances, I have even tried to balance it out. For example, do almost like, actually almost like Beyonce did when Kanye, Kanye cut 
uh, what's her name? The singer. There was a time, so it seems like you don't know, but what happened is that it's that Taylor, Taylor Swift, yeah. she was giving a speech because she received something and she started to speak and then Kanye just cut her in the middle of the speech. And everybody was, oh my gosh. Later on, when it was Beyonce's time to accept, because it was her time to be there and accept whatever she was accepting, she called on Taylor to finish what she was saying. Mm. So sometimes you can play that role too. And sometimes you can be direct in saying, mm, I would be interested to, I am interested to hear what this person was saying. And then you can also, after, take the time to speak to the person who was being the bully. Because mm -hmm. I mean, it's you being the bully, if you can. <laughs> Yeah. So that's what I would do. But again, you have to know yourself to know what you are going to be able to do and don't do. Not everybody can do this. Not everybody can go and talk to somebody and say, hey, I don't know if you've noticed, but you've caught everybody in the meeting. <laughs> everybody can say that. Not everybody can do that. So you have to know yourself. And that's why it's important to know yourself, to know. What can you accept? What can you say? What are you comfortable with? And what you are not comfortable with? So it's really about knowing yourself and how, because let's face it, we, we can't control or how other people react, only how we react to them, correct? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes. I find this so interesting. And this is something that I think it's important for all of us to kind of pay attention to. I, again, I... Perhaps I know we keep coming back to during the pandemic, but I really think Gerda, you know, you and I had so many conversations about the impact that the, uh, the pandemic has had on people, our mental well-being, as well as just noticing the emotions because they're raw. So as we start to come out of this pandemic, which well, kind of, sort of, uh, we we just need to be aware of that we're making sure that we're noticing. How we're, how we're doing a temperature check, I will. On our reactions, are we feeling raw that they're being impactful more? Because again, then for our reaction to what's happening to us will impact others. So just really to be aware and do some self-reflection, I think is the key here. Absolutely, but can I share, can I share what I think also in regards to all this? We've been a, a society who wants to play nice who wants to look nice, who always want to be nice. And because we want to be nice all the time, you, we're not telling the truth. Mm -hmm. But by not telling the truth, what we have to say is buried inside of us. Do you think mm -hmm. that will go away? No. And now that's why we have emotions flying off, coming up. <laughs> and it's like, what's yeah. happening? Well, what's happening is because you have buried emotions mm -hmm. that now, they can't stay buried for a long time because as we all know, buried emotions never die. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem. The problem is we need to learn to speak our truth in a way that is honoring for us and also for others. 
they may not feel it's honoring for them, but yes, absolutely. So that finding that way to do it so they do feel that way. Yeah, that's very powerful and so true because again, we don't want to hurt people's feelings, right, Carita? <laughs> Well, Melanie, you know, the thing is for me with the hurting feelings and, and I, because I see it everywhere. I see it everywhere. We don't want to tell people what we, we are thinking. We don't want to talk to have this conversation with them. So we smile in front of them. We smile, we smile because we want to be nice. Then we go behind their back. We talk to our friends and we say, did you say what so-and-so did? Oh my gosh, she was getting on my nerves. But, but what? I did, I smiled to so-and-so and made her or him believe that what they were doing was fine. Mm. And that's the issue. Because you, it's then we are not giving the true, true communication is not happening. And that's really what the big issue is. And this is how miscommunication, misinterpretation, and jumping to those conclusions comes to be. So we just have to be who we are, be courageous and speak our truth. Yes, in other words, we're not feeling heard, we're not feeling seen, we're not feeling valued because we're not telling the truth. Ah, I love, see this, I love these conversations, Karen, because we peel back the layers and get down to the core of it. So thank you so much. You're very welcome, Melanie. It's always my pleasure to be in conversation with you because I know we will, we will, we speak to each other in a way that is honoring for, for one another because we can, our opinions may differ, but it's, we still respect one another, right? Absolutely. It's so true. And you know what? I, I love different perspectives because it helps you see beyond yourself because mm-hmm. I think that's, we get in tunnel vision. And we only focus on what we think is right. And that's our perspective. That's not always right. Absolutely. And, and you know, about the reactions, <laughs> there is something a lot of times, well, we hear a lot of times, and I know, I think it came from Dr. Phil, hurt people, hurt people. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. It is, it has its truth, but it's not necessarily the whole truth. And to me, this is the way I, come, I came to see it. Or hurt people hurt people when they are not conscious of the fact that they are hurt. But hurt people does do not hurt people when they are conscious and aware and have done the work to heal themselves. There's a difference. So when people are reacting the way that they react and the way they're coming raw, please understand that it's because they are hurting. Well said, Gerda, thank you. I can't believe how fast our time flies by. As usual, (laughs) when we're having fun. This is it, but I look forward to our next conversation. Until next time, guys, be mindful of your reactions. Do some self-reflection, investigate, get down to the root of it. Take time, as Gerda said, are you coming from the saucer or the cup? Look at your life. Do you need a little bit of a rest? Take care of yourself because really, truly, most importantly, speak your truth. Right, Gerda? Absolutely. And in the meantime, take another look. See you next time. Bye for now. Bye.